Welcome to the Cornerstone Podcast presented by Global Grace Ministries. I am Francis Hueso, the host of this podcast. This is the last episode of the series entitled Basic Principles of Healing. In today's podcast, we will discuss how to believe God for the healing of a loved one. I know that many of you might be parents who are standing in faith for the healing of your child. Or you might be a spouse believing for the healing of your wife or husband. I know that sometimes because we love the sick person so much, it will be easier to experience the illness ourselves than to watch our loved ones going through pain or fighting to survive a trial. If this is your situation, I hope this podcast will encourage you and give you some tools to put in practice as you wait on the Lord to hear your loved one. Go with me to Matthew chapter 9 and we'll read a few verses. We'll start on verse 18, which says, While he was saying this, a synagogue leader came and knelt before him and said, My daughter has just died, but come and put your hand on her and she will live. Jesus got up and went with him, and so did his disciples. Just then, a woman who had been the subject to bleeding for 12 years came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak. She said to herself, If I only touch his cloak, I will be healed. Jesus turned and saw her. Take heart, daughter, he said. Your faith has healed you, and the woman was healed at the moment. When Jesus entered the synagogue's leader's house and saw the noisy crowd and the people playing pipes, he said, Go away, the girl's not dead but sleep. But they laughed at him. After the crowd has been put aside, he went in and took the girl by the hand and she got up. News of this spread throughout all the region. In this story, we see a father who had great faith. His daughter had just died, and instead of accepting her death, he went to Jesus for help. Obviously, your loved one is still with us. But I wanted to use this example of healing to illustrate today's subject, because I feel that many of you might be dealing with either the terminal or a serious illness of your loved one. In this story we read, this synagogue leader came to Jesus with faith. He had no doubt that if the master came with him to his house, his daughter would resurrect. That is exactly what we need to do when our loved ones are facing sickness. We need to go to Jesus in faith, knowing that there is nothing impossible for God. We need to intercede on our loved one's behalf with the assurance that Jesus will heal them. In the story we read, the Bible tells us that this leader's faith convinced Jesus to come with him. But by that time, Jesus was well known in the region which presented a challenge. People with need will surround Jesus asking for help wherever he went, to the point that the Bible says that Jesus, his disciples, and the father of the dead girl found themselves in the middle of a multitude. Within that multitude, there was a woman who had been suffering with a bleeding problem for 12 years. Her faith for healing stopped Jesus in his track, and he took the time not only to heal the woman physically, but also to heal her emotionally. I am sure that this man was happy to see this woman healed, but can you imagine his desperation? His little girl was dead and every second counted. I am sure that the man was probably begging Jesus to hurry up, but my friends, when you are believing for your loved one's healing, you might need to arm yourself with patience. In fact, 
you will need to arm yourselves with patience and expectancy. As I told you in the past, sometimes God allows sickness to help us mature. Obviously, when we are sick, the person who is suffering the illness is the one who gets to learn and mature through that trial. But he or she is not the only one that is affected by an illness. When one of the members of the family is sick, the entire family is affected. God is a God of miracles and he can heal us in seconds. But like we discussed in the previous podcast, sometimes healing comes through a process. And unless we armed ourselves with patience, that process, instead of building us up, can destroy us. I am sure that the men in the story probably wanted to tell Jesus, Okay, Lord, she's healed. Now, can we move on? Can we keep going? But we do not see that happening. He waited until the Lord was done dealing with the woman with the issue of blood. The healing of your loved one might take some time, but please do not lose hope. Hold on to your faith because in time that healing will come. Psalms 25.3 tells us, No one who hopes in you will ever be put to shame, but shame will come on those who are treacherous without cause. It is important that while we wait for the healing of our loved ones, we feed ourselves with the word of God. Remember that faith comes by hearing the word of God. Also, make sure that you encourage the sick person with the word of God. Keep reminding them that the Lord has promised to heal them and that Jesus on the cross paid for their healing. But please, if you are taking care of a family member while their healing comes, please make sure that you are taking care of yourselves too. Rest wherever you can. Accept the help of people who are around you and put the word of God in you. Many people trying to help their loved ones get exhausted because they do not take care of themselves. Please do not make that mistake. Besides patience, when you are waiting for the healing of a loved one, you also need faith that the healing will come. You need expectancy. The leader of the synagogue knew that his child will be resurrected. He waited patiently for Jesus to heal the woman because he knew that if Jesus healed a woman who was sick for 12 years, he would heal his daughter too. He expected to see his daughter again. He left the people who were already mourning her at home and ran to find the master. When your loved one is diagnosed with a serious illness, you might find people who will immediately accept that diagnosis and consider that person gone. But you, my dear friend, should not do that. The children of God should believe for miracles always. I spoke recently with my friend Deborah over the phone. I called her asking her to help me pray for another friend of mine who is believing God for his healing from bone cancer. His doctors are already giving up on him, but God never gives up on us. Deborah promised to help me pray for my friend and reminded me how everyone, including her doctors, had her inside the grave already when she was fighting breast cancer. No one expected her to survive, but Jesus came through for her at the last minute. You see, my friend suffered much fighting against breast cancer. After many months fighting that terrible disease here in California, she returned to her home state of Michigan to be with her family. Her cancer had progressed so much that after she got back home, they put her in hospice care. The doctors there gave up on her to the point 
that they called the family one night and told them to come and say their goodbyes. According to them, my friend was going to pass away that night. She had not eaten solid foods in weeks and was so weak she could not even recognize people anymore. The night she was supposed to die, she had not even drunk water. She tells me she could only see shadows. Around midnight, she saw the silhouette of a man leaning over her bed. She thought it was a male nurse, but he was not. The man she saw told her, Deborah, I am the Lord Jesus Christ, and I am here to heal you. At that moment, my friend said that she fell asleep and doesn't remember anything else. The next morning, she woke up hungry asking for breakfast, and three days later, she left that place and went jogging. That happened 15 years ago, and she's still healthy, and now my friend has a healing ministry. The afternoon I talked on the phone with her, she had just had a physical, and she told me that her doctor, who's not even a Christian, still calls her the miracle lady. When Deborah got sick, she thought that the Lord was going to heal her right away, but he did not. She never expected to go through chemotherapy without any success and to suffer horrible pains for months, but she did. She still has the scars of that cancer in her body, but she also has the amazing testimony I just shared with you. Her process lasted almost two years. It was very difficult, but God carried her through it all. Many gave up on her, but she never gave up on the Lord, and Jesus never gave up on her. Through her process, her healing faith and her compassion for the sick grew amazingly. Her healing was also a great testimony of the power of God for her family, which up to that point did not have much faith for healing. My friends, remember that God does not play favorites. If Jesus healed my friend Deborah, who was almost dead, he can heal your loved one, but you have to expect your loved one's healing. While we are here on earth, we are all candidates for miracles. I know that God doesn't heal everybody for reasons we already discussed. But while the people are still here breathing, I always expect healing miracles for them. God is our healer. His promises in Jesus are yes and amen, and He has promised to heal us. Even though sometimes you may have to wait for that healing to come and you may have to use medicine while that healing comes, your healing will come. Remember that those who wait upon the Lord are never ashamed. He is true to his promises. The little girl of our Bible story resurrected. The woman with the issue of blood was healed. And my friend Deborah conquered breast cancer. Your loved one will be healed. Have patience and wait in the Lord. Make sure you hold on to your faith expecting healing. And please take care of yourself while you wait and do not ever give up. I hope with all my heart that this series has blessed you and your family. I expect to hear many testimonies of healing. For I know that the Lord we serve is powerful. Please keep praying for the sick. Keep anointing your family with oil. Keep encouraging the sick with God's promises. And I believe with all my heart you will see the hand of God perform miracles. I leave you with the words of the psalmist. I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. If you would like to share a testimony or a prayer request with us, please send it to info 
at globalgraceministries.com. God bless you.